Capital 263. Maxed and Match. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Maxed Match. We're here in the studio. I'm here, my name is Josh. You can find me on Twitter at 6Legend. And you can find us at Maxed and Match on Twitter. And Maxed Match is brought to you by Capital 263. You can find them on Twitter at Capital 263. I'm here in the studio with my boy Lizwe. Lizwe, man, how's it? I'm right, Josh. Long time. How are you? Long time, man. No, what do you mean long time? It's been like what? It's been like a week. Yeah. <laughs> do you know how many things have happened in a week? Yeah, no, just say you miss me. It's, it's okay. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> Nothing like that. Yeah, man, yeah. So otherwise, how's been the week, man? Yeah, it's been good. Excited about uh, today's episode. Definitely, so, man. Yeah. Definitely, man. It's, it's one of those, eh? It's going to be something that our listeners definitely be looking forward to yeah so in the house today we have um special guest special guest uh mr nodi kanyangarara who is the zimbabwe rugby union vice chairman right or the vice president is it vice president yeah that's a better term there. <laughs> <laughs> mr vp is in the house today as we promised when we had the episode with the under-21s, we, we told you that we'd bring rugby admin one day to the studio. And Mr. Nodi has joined us today in the studio. Nodi, welcome to the studio. Thank man. you very much, Josh. Thank you, Lizwe. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, so this is uh, Capital 263. Free to say it, free to do it. <laughs> so we are free to say whatever we want to say, and you're free to say whatever you want to say today. I'm here for you to ask me anything and to abuse me. That <laughs> <laughs> will take good care of you, Nodi. <laughs> uh, so, um, of course, Zimbabwe Rugby. Um, what's uh, happening with Zimbabwe Rugby? Just as a general starter to the discussion. Yeah, um, everything is happening at Zimbabwe Rugby. Um, recently, we had under-20s that were in Madagascar. They didn't perform very well and uh, not a good name for Zimbabwe Rugby Union by the team coming back from um, Madagascar. But look, that doesn't mean that uh, everything is going badly in Zimbabwe Rugby Union. Um, things are happening. Um, it's still early in the year and we uh, preparing for um, the year. Normally our international season comes in uh, mid-year. Uh, we've got uh, internationals that are coming through um, locally. We've got the league that is running. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is in its uh, third week now. It's something new. Um, not really new uh, because uh, we had a national rugby league that uh, ran from 2009 until 2014. So we've revived that now with 11 teams that are going on. So locally, yes, that is happening. It's still slow. Um, people are starting to get used to it, uh, but there are some exciting games that have been going on. Um, then we've got the big one, uh, the Dairy Board uh, Schools Festival that yeah. is coming through um, next week. Uh, we're all excited about it. Uh, 150 teams that will be coming through. So yeah, that's a major uh, event on uh, not just the school's calendar but also on the Zimbabwe rugby calendar. All right. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, like the the dairy board um festival has always been a very big fixture even since we were back in high school, man. We used to go there. It has been. Uh, yeah, I, in I, had, I had something. Well, it was the rumors. I haven't really checked the schedule. I understand it's starting earlier this year, or is it? been starting earlier in the past um, years for the past two years uh, this year is the second year running when it's starting on a Sunday, on a Sunday uh, yeah. simply because uh, we now have primary schools that are coming in on oh, wow. Wednesday so right. uh, we're giving that gap to the primary schools. so traditionally we would start on a Monday so um, so this well, traditional Monday is now the Sunday uh-huh. and then we've got the big schools that are coming in on the Monday on the yes on the Monday 
and then Tuesday we've got the schools that would have played on the Sunday. Give a break on Wednesday and then we're back to the normal schedule. What prompted the inclusion of the primary schools? Basically what we're trying to do is, uh, and what the festival organizers and the sponsors have done is that they want their primary school boys and girls to aspire to something. Um, okay. So by them coming through to play um, on a Wednesday to showcase their talent is basically to say there is something that you can play towards. Uh, so they also spend the week watching the senior teams. Um, okay. Mainly these are the great sevens that will be playing. Um, we're also excited that the primary school girls that are coming through this year which is a first oh, wow. um, so yeah girls rugby is also going 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 out there it's, it's spreading um, so we're excited about that so we're hoping that uh, the young lads and girls that will be playing this this Wednesday uh, will come back and play at uh, the school's festival next year all right um, and at high school level is the girls rugby at high school level involved in the tournament Yes, 34 schools that will be playing, uh, 34 teams rather. Um, this is the third year running when the girls' schools, uh, girls' teams uh, have been playing. Girls have been very good. Uh, they've been uh, a pillar for Zimbabwe rugby. Um, they started going to Youth Week uh, two years ago when they went to Durban and they performed very well against all odds. Uh, last year again they did perform very well. Even our lady cheaters, the um, uh, senior team, um, they've been doing very well on the African circuit. They're number three in Africa having gone up uh, from number four in the previous year. So women's rugby is actually doing very well for Zimbabwe rugby. Did girls' participation at this festival start when it was still Kotko or it started when it was now Dairy Board Rugby Festival? It started in the final year of Kotko and then uh, it started running uh, again with, with, with Dairy Board. Okay, so how much has that contributed towards the development of rug women's rugby in Zimbabwe? Having these uh, high school girls and the teams participating at a festival as big as that? It has been huge, eh? it has been very, very huge. Um, most of these girls, uh, to mention, uh, is that uh, these girls are coming from uh, not your traditional uh, cheesy schools uh, or trust schools. These girls are coming from your lower end, uh, your Goromonzi, your Vainona, uh, Royal in Glenview, such schools, uh, Mavoko Tafara, mm -hmm. uh, Girls Eye, those are the schools that are playing rugby. And um, there has been uh, a huge development uh, in that. Uh, even this year, we're actually having uh, the 16s, uh, which is uh, moving up from uh, uh, more teams last year and the year before we had under 18s that were coming through. But this year, we've got under 16s and under 18s. So they've done very well in terms of development of women's rugby. And these uh, girls or ladies are moving up. Uh, through to the senior national teams and those are the girls as well that have gone through to represent Zimbabwe at the Youth Weeks traditionally called as Craven uh, uh, Week. They're not just doing well on the field of play um, these girls are also doing very well educational wise. Under 18 captain last year came up with 20 points Wow! wow uh, so yeah. that is that is, that is impressive. as well. Yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah. Last week uh, we had uh, one of uh, the players from Zimbabwe University of Zimbabwe women's cricket team and she was talking about that balance between her education and their sporting career so it's good to hear that the people are actually balancing it out and yeah, doing man. so great it's unfortunate we would love for that to happen with the boys but you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah they're, they're really focused yeah. on the sport <laughs> exactly but the girls are doing very well yeah so on on uh on on behalf of zr you what what's the plan to make sure that the transition from 
from these girls like like we say they now there are more girls is there a plan to to have a women's league like the men's league or to have the clubs like for example for the men's you know we have the old Ararians, we have georgians and they're playing in the league and recently we hear there's an under 21 league now for the boys as well so is there a plan like that for for women's rugby as well yes the women's rugby uh, league kicks off on the 13th of may um, obviously it was slow uh, there was a slow uptake but because of a uh, number of girls that are coming through from the school system we've got a lot of girls that are coming through i think we've got 13 teams uh, ladies teams that are coming through so they'll be kicking off on the 13th of may all right man that's that's actually very good news man it's, it's very good news and yeah, encourage such you know participation yeah. from the girls you you mentioned something that caught me you, you mentioned that from the girls uh rugby side it's mostly the schools that are you know outside of the you know top schools that are really playing the rugby why is it that you know we don't have the convents the cheesies the Peter House's girls, you know, playing rugby. Why Why is that not happening? Look, they've never believed that uh, girls can uh, or should be playing rugby, but slowly they're coming through. I know Convent, um, they've started training and hopefully they will come through into the uh, girls' schools league. Uh, but the other schools, obviously, the uptake is very slow. But, you know, um, once we're up there, every every time when you're starting something, it will have a slow uptake, but um, slowly they, they, they will come through. Okay. All right, all right. Um, just to take you back uh, a few years, uh, you, you mentioned that um, the primary schools were included in the final year of Kotko sponsorship and now they've uh, continued under Dairy Board. Uh, why was there a switch of sponsorship from, from Kotko to Dairy Board? Look, um, corporate sponsorships, uh, obviously, because of the economic situation, companies, some decide not to carry on with, with sponsorship. Uh, others will just uh, up whatever that has been uh, put there by the previous sponsor. So it was just um, mutual. Uh, mutual agreement, a mutual transition yeah, from yeah. from one sponsor to the next. Yes, yeah. All right, all right. And and in terms of organization, has there, has there been any difference in efficiency between uh, the rugby festival under Kotko and the rugby festival under Dairy Board has uh, uh, organization improved has it gone down what uh, challenges have you been facing as the rugby union look I think um, <clears throat> in terms of um, organization every year there's always been an improvement whether it was Kotko David White and uh, even uh, Dairy Board every year the quality um, improves of the organization and the quality of play of the field of play has always been improving so I think people take lessons from the previous uh, uh, festival and then they improve on the weaknesses and uh, also go up or improve on the good things that they would have done so um, just as well still on that festival (laughs) (laughs) Um, there have been you know controversies of course that we continue to speak about you know outside of mainstream media about the festival there was the one festival where the kids got totally drunk you know wasted and it was just chaos Dairy Board came in and banned non-dairy board drinks at the festival. Is that, you know, something that has really helped, you know, change the spirit about the festival? You know, whereas now it's more about, you know, people just going there for the fun than where we had these kids going there to, you know, perhaps take alcohol and damage the reputation of the whole festival. That festival festival would actually love to get to 
forget about it. Last uh, <laughs> year, that Kotko came. What that was the final year of of Kotko, but not because of Kotko that uh, such organization happened. Uh-huh. Um, that that festival was huge. We had 194 teams that wow. came through. So uh, managing uh, such a big event um, was always going to be difficult, and uh, we tried to introduce night games because whenever these teams, these school teams, travel to say. South Africa, UK, they'll also play under floodlights. So those are things that they were also trying to, to introduce. But that didn't work. Um, and yeah, it was it was bad. It painted a very bad picture. And unfortunately, uh, Kotko were the partners then that, okay. that, that were there. And it will always be associated with, with Kotko. But when when the new management came through and the new sponsor came through, like you said, uh, all... and. Um, Alcoholic beverages were were banned. Uh, I know the first year when Dairybot came through, not even one uh, product that was not Dairybot related was allowed into um, that festival. So it helped a lot. It helped improve the running and the management of that uh, uh, festival. And also um, security-wise, when the kids were, well, everyone was coming through the gates, uh, it was more controlled. Um, okay. Parking, we then created parking outside the uh, the school because cars were used to smuggling uh, alcohol and things like that. So it was there was more control thereafter, and um, uh, there has always been uh, improvement. And uh, I know uh, Dr. Sora, the headmaster, he's he's, he's hands on uh, in this festival festival ever since that that uh, situation, and there has been a lot of uh, improvement. Yeah, man, this is good news to hear. More control more organizational uh, compatibility and yeah it looks like everything has been improving in terms of making sure that incidents like that um don't don't happen um uh still on that festival <laughs> um I, I i i think i heard something about a number of sc- top schools that have pulled out that are not um coming through i think i there are four or five schools that are, that are not coming out and then i don't i didn't get the reasons maybe you could shed more light on that um, just a quick one on that one. The Chronicle actually reported is that uh, Falcon claimed that there were some management issues with uh, the Dairy Board Festival last year, so they were quite unhappy about that. And that is one of the reasons why they're pulling out. Is that, you know, the major reasons why these schools are pulling out? And is that something to be worried about? Rugby will be playing. Rugby is not about Falcon, rugby is not about Pit House, rugby is not about MCC, Gandhi, or um, about, uh, I think the other school is Hellenic. Mm -hmm. Um, Rugby will be played. Um, Yes, Falcon had issues last year. I actually had a meeting with uh, the Falcon headmaster and I spoke to him and I had a meeting with uh, Dr. Sora on Tuesday uh, and we discussed such issues. Uh, Obviously, we still want that uh, first to have that competitive edge because we're also using that as a selection uh, stage for the Craven Week sides that 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 will be going to South Africa. Um, it is unfortunate that these teams are not coming. Uh, Pitaos last year they didn't come. Obviously, the year before there was that incident when one of the parents uh, passed on. So I think uh, whatever reason they give, I think the reason more is about. Um, bringing back memories of, of, of the parents that passed on when they were coming through. I think they were supposed to play Prince Edward on that day and uh, that tragic incident that happened. I think they're just trying to avoid 
bringing back uh, memories. But the other schools, I'm not too sure what um, what really happened. But um, yeah, look, those are the two big schools that uh, will not be coming. The others, yes, we can do without. The other smaller schools that are coming through that are giving quality. Um, but we are hoping to have them next year. Uh, we will engage them as Zimbabwe Rugby Union. We will engage our affiliate, uh, the schools, uh, uh, as an affiliate and talk to them and make sure that uh, such incidents do not happen again next year. Okay. Yeah. And the main match is why why do you say that? Why do you say that? Let no, 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 no. Let the men, let the men speak what the men is. Don't don't put words in your mouth. Don't feed propaganda to the listeners, man. What is the main match this Is that a better question? Yes, yes. The highlight match of the what the last match of the festival, unfortunately, pits uh, the only school in Africa. <laughs> I take it to a prisoner boy. <laughs> man, 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 man. Yeah, okay. I would have gone into, you know, Churchill, but I will not go so much. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, man. Let's let's talk about um um the rugby union itself aside of the of the of the of the festival that's coming up. Um, you recently signed uh, a deal with Kwesa Sports uh, to broadcast uh, the Zimbabwe Sevens Rugby. How good the move is it? Has it been for the for the rugby union? And why why Kwesa Sports and not obviously DSTV, which is more popular in Zimbabwe, for example? Kwesa Sports uh, approached us uh, through Rugby Africa. Kwesa Sports uh, signed a deal with Rugby Africa to broadcast all the. Uh, matches in Group 1A, which is now called the Gold Cup. So, all our matches for the Sables will be beamed live. So, they then approached uh, Zimbabwe uh, with uh, the issue of hosting uh, a Sables tournament in Victoria Falls, yeah. Victoria Falls being a resort area. So, we felt that, yes, we wanted to take our rugby to another level. So, we agreed to partner Crazy um, Sports. Um, so, they, they, that, that tournament or that uh, engagement with Kwesa Sports is there for, for five years. Um, obviously okay. this year because the agreement was signed late, uh, organization wise and the teams that we wanted to attract did not happen the way that we wanted uh, but next year it will be bigger we'll have uh, trying to get 12 teams, men's teams to come through we're trying to have our women playing and then we're trying to have under 19s coming through but I think it's a good uh, tournament and uh, it being played in Victoria Falls even makes it better. That, okay. that quickly brings us to our National Rugby Sevens team. This team that played in uh, the Queer Sports was said to be in media a sort of a new team, a budding team with young players. We've been going through this process for a while where we come up with a group, we go through development, but then we never really qualify for the big tournaments. What is, you know, happening with that area? Is that the only way we can qualify for these tournaments by continuously rebuilding but I never actually qualifying for the big tournaments i think the biggest problem that we had in zimbabwe rugby and it's not just uh, with uh, the sevens but even with the sables uh, with the women uh, under 20s and everyone mm-hmm. is that there was not that competitive local league okay uh, without that league our players were never going to be match fit mm-hmm. um, players would only then go to national team training but would not play um, rugby for about 
four or five weeks before an international. But this year, because of the introduction of the uh, Intercity League, uh, we're definitely going to see an improvement on uh, all our national teams, be it Sevens or uh, Sables. So yes, the players that played at the Crazy Sports, um, we couldn't always go back to, to, to the senior players that played uh, for the past 12, 15 years. We we have to or had to introduce uh, new blood. And I think that Crazy Sport uh, Sevens actually helped by uh, help the coaches look at the talent that they've got mm-hmm. and uh, the shortcomings that, uh, that that are there in preparation for Africa Cup that will be coming in the second half of the year. Okay. So yes, the young players that came there uh, acquitted themselves very well and uh, I think the coaches now are working, uh, working on, on the shortcomings that, uh, that they saw at the Victoria 4 Yeah, and speaking of, of the Intercity League, this was what was called uh, the National Rugby League before, yes? Yes. Uh, so wh- why was it stopped back then and why the return now? What has changed between okay. w- when it was stopped and when it is returned now under a different different name? Okay, and the, then uh, it was run out, say, sort of privately, the National Rugby League, and then uh, sponsorship uh, with uh, Delta yeah, ran its course. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't renew it for a further three years. So that complicated um, the running, the smooth running of, of, of the league. So it stopped uh, mid-2014. And then this year, uh, we, we started playing around with this idea of uh, reviving that, that Intercity League or National Rugby League um, and expanding it. Uh, we started this idea last year because we've seen oh, when we were doing the National Rugby League, we saw how important it is to have an intercity league and uh, continuous playing of, of club rugby. So we then worked around ways and means of, of doing it. So basically what we've done is we took eight teams that were there in the National Rugby League and then we took the one team that had been promoted into National Rugby League uh, in 2013 into 2014. So we had nine teams and then we took the winners of the Northern Region and the Southern Region to make 11 teams. So we've got 11 teams that will play on a round-robin basis, uh, 22 weeks that they will play, and then we've got the finals and the semi-finals. It should take us through into about mid-November. So that's a good uh, calendar, and uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, rugby that will be played. Um, You said the Intercity, is it sponsored or it's not sponsored this time? You guys are running it as the Zimbabwe Rugby Union. We're running it as the Zimbabwe Rugby Union. Currently, it's not sponsored. Uh, We're talking to potential partners and uh, fingers crossed uh, we will get the partners on board uh, hopefully soon. Uh, Unfortunately, this whole week, people are away with uh, trade fairs. We were were hoping that would have tied down uh, or gotten uh, some positive feedback. But yeah, we're pushing very hard to make sure that we've got a branded intercity and uh, talking about partnerships it seems like uh, we have old mutual we have managed to sponsor up to you know junior rugby why hasn't old mutual you know come up to also sponsor the national leagues is it because of administration issues or you know there could be something that's holding them back from going further than just junior sponsoring junior rugby and elevating it as well to national rugby 
No, what um, Old Mutual have done uh, a lot uh, for Zimbabwe rugby when they started, uh, they started very little when they came into rugby mm-hmm. and uh, over the four years that they've partnered Zimbabwe rugby, they, their sponsorship has been increasing. When they came in, they basically wanted to do um, development uh, from ages 6 to 12. Okay. So that was how they started in the, uh, in the first year and then they then moved it up from uh, in nine up to eighteen, and then they took on the national teams, the various national teams in the second year, mm-hmm. and then the third year, which was uh, last year, they also took on board uh, the under twenties when we hosted the World Trophy. So th- their sponsorship has been gradually going up, and uh, basically the community um, programs that uh, Old Mutual is running are obviously going to uh, produce a lot of players, mm-hmm. uh, especially coming from the high-density suburbs. And uh, what we're saying is this, these players are, should not move from those high-density suburbs to go to all the Aranians, all Georgians, the Aranians sports club. They should stay in their communities and form uh, clubs. clubs in those uh, communities because we would want to see rugby being played in Fakos. We would want to see rugby being played in Oboma. Yeah. Uh, rugby being played in Chikanga in Mutare. That is where we want to see because I believe that um, a lot of our talent is coming from uh, the high density suburbs uh, or, or the majority so to say. Um, so that is where uh, probably in the next year or two, you will probably find that Old Mutual will then be graduating to start sponsoring senior rugby because uh, a lot of their players now will be moving into, into senior rugby. All right. Um, you, you mentioned that a lot of our talent is coming from this high-density area. But we see that, say, for example, the junior team, Craving Unique team, is always, you know, largely full of the well-off you know, schools, <laughs> you'll find it's got uh, Peter House, the Falcon, you, the, Fal- the expected yeah. schools, you get Prince Edward, you get Churchill, but those Mabuku, Mabfakoses, you know, are not coming in. And with that, you'll find that most of these kids who are from these top schools end up as well leaving the country after having had that opportunity to play Craven Me. They end up moving to play for EG Tendam Tawarira now at, in South Africa, yeah. you know, what um how then can we get these boys incorporated into the national team so that they gain that exposure and be able to stay behind when these guys will naturally just leave there are a lot of factors that that come to play um the economy the education system and all sorts when these boys finish schools boys or girls they move on or they're taken to universities outside uh, the country and bringing them back in has always been uh, a challenge but we've got this group of players or crop, crop of players that are coming through that cannot even afford to go to go out there that is what we're trying to say that let's try and harness that talent let's try and bring that talent in and make sure that we we, we develop it we as Zimbabwe Rugby Union we will never stand in any player's way a player that wants to go and play for another union why not we can't. They would love to, but they <laughs> would love to do. Why, why can they not? We cannot disadvantage a player. Um, look, this is uh, a matter of life. We cannot pay these players. If you look at the beast, he's getting paid top dollar mm-hmm. in, 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 in South, South Africa. Tony Raichavanda, uh, Brian Jati, um, <clears throat> the Australian captain, uh, Poco. Poco. Yeah. Uh, 
Snyman now is gone, a lot of those players go, but it's all about money. Um, if we could pay them, obviously these players would come back and play for us. But what we're saying is we still got abundance of talent uh, locally and we just need to, to make sure that we, we, we target, uh, we, we, we identify the talent, the talent and we develop it so that it becomes national team uh, quality. So then, so then can, we, can we then attribute um, the status of the, 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 the results that we get from the Sables, for example, can we then attribute them to, to say there's not enough money to, play, to pay uh, top players, there's not enough money to, play the, to pay the players that are playing right now, and then they end up producing bad results as well? I don't think uh, it's about paying the players. Um, I think it's about um, creating enough uh, competition. Uh, there hasn't been any rugby that was played in in, in Zimbabwe locally. locally. Yeah. Yeah. So that that I think would be the main uh, reason. And then obviously players would want to get paid. But a lot of these players that are coming through, I think they are very loyal. Uh, yes, they would talk about uh, being paid. But if if you really go out and tell them the truth of what is happening i think they are still prepared to put their bodies on on the line what players believe in or what i think players believe in is that they just need to be told the truth do not promise them things that 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 are not there if you tell them that there is 50 dollars just give them the 50 dollars if there's nothing i think they're still prepared to pay for, to play for their nation um it is a process that we're going through uh, but uh, i believe that uh, a time is going to come when we will be able to pay a top dollar to our players is that um this week this past week there was a picture that was trending of the boys went out got a uh, photo shoot taken and the guy was in his formal socks and uh, formal <laughs> shoe but he's wearing the zimbabwe green kit at the top you know what do we then have to say as zimbabwe rugby union about incidences like that because it was like all over social media everyone was asking is this the level that we have dropped to as zimbabwe rugby where we're having our teams representing us but they do not even have you know matching socks for example they they just have a good kit good shorts good tops but the socks and you know it's totally different does it doesn't it reflect on a level of disorder in terms of uh, zimbabwe rugby union well um from someone look if someone outside looking in yes that's what they would say that is what would have happened but that is not what happened um, that young gentleman, um, the captain of the under-20s, basically what happened was that he was told by the organizers or the liaison officer that he was going for a formal function. So he dressed up formally going for a formal function. Uh -huh. so, and when he got there, um, he, they were then told that they had to do a photo shoot. Unfortunately, it was just him that was told about the formal function when everyone else was told that they were going for a captain's meeting. Okay. Um, and he was told that they had to change into um, the, 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 kit, the yeah. playing kit. Um, and they hadn't taken any any socks or tackies or boots because they were told that it's a formal function. So. I think the, the, the organizers uh, played a role in, in, yeah. in that because normally what you do is when you go for technical uh, meetings, you just take your, 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 your play kit uh, with you. But they were told that it was a function form, that form they were going for, a formal function. That is exactly what, what happened. Um, and talking to the manager this afternoon, you were saying that uh, when that photo shoot, then when they said they were going to do that photo shoot, they raised that issue about the formal shoes and they were told that they were going to crop. 
unfortunately, <laughs> that, uh, that was never case, happened you know, as well. It, may, it never happened. Yeah, but that's very unfortunate. It was very, very unfortunate. I've, I've been on tours and uh, such technical meetings, uh, it, you would take your coach and your manager and uh, uh, your physio to, to such technical meetings. And now we're still wondering why the captain had to go for a separate meeting without his coaches. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I like Naughty. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> just giving me clear, concise answers that I've been very satisfied with. Questions that I'll, I had about rugby in general. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried. I think, <laughs> I, I think he's a pro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I think as much as he's a pro, I think I think I think we have the clear effects about a lot of issues that that we were talking. Especially, and I, I personally like that the efforts that are being made towards women's rugby, especially because. Yeah. It's a very big issue that we don't have this gender balance in our sport. Sometimes we have women's sports lagging far behind in terms of sponsorship, in terms of exposure. But it seems like the rugby union is on the up on that. They're, they're trying to bring women's rugby on the same level as, as men's rugby as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is the, is the winner of the Intercities going to the Gold Cup again this year, or the Gold Cup tournament was this last year? The Gold Cup, uh, we just need to clarify that, that the Gold Cup is a Zimbabwe Rugby Union slot. Okay. So what we've done now with the Intercity League coming through is that uh, by the time that we finish our league, the Gold Cup would have been finished as well. Okay. So we're going to run the first 11 weeks up to the halfway stage. Uh-huh. So the team that will be on top at the halfway the stage then qualifies for, for the Gold Cup. For Gold Cup. So Fair teams enough. are going to kill each other. Okay. Fair enough. So that they, they, they go through. <laughs> Fair enough. And the, yeah, that's going to offer some very good rugby. Yes. Yeah, and and then at the end, um, the winner now of the whole league will then qualify for World Cup 2018. Ah, okay. All, yeah. right. all right, all right. So, uh, this, so this half season is just a temporary measure yeah. for this for 2017 World Cup. Yes. Yeah. All right. Talk, talk about World Cup. Um, what do you attribute... I would, I'd call it a poor performance by all Georgians, our best team last season in the Gold Cup too. What, what do you think was the factor behind that performance? Because the side they lost to is not that big of a team, but they didn't really perform that well in that tournament. In terms of results, yes, uh, we could say they didn't uh, because uh, they won two and lost two, uh, which is a 50% success rate. Um, but I think they did, personally, I think they did very well. Okay. Uh, remember last year, we didn't have a very active or um, active uh, uh, local, uh, league, uh, yeah. local league. So these yeah. guys went in there without even playing any matches. I think they had last, when they went for their first Gold Cup match, the last time that they played competitive rugby was about six or eight weeks before that. Mm-hmm. So this whole time they were just training and it's difficult just to train without uh, going into um, uh, match practice or even match practices are different from when you're playing competitive uh, rugby because when you're playing competitive rugby you're forced to field your strongest team and you look at and see you see your your, your weaknesses. So I think they, they, they performed very well uh, uh, and that exposure that they got uh, here gotten a lot of the top clubs now wanting to do well uh, so that they also go, go to, to Gold Cup because when they went there they got playing kit, they got tracksuits, they wow. got golf shirts, they got um, kit bags, they got everything. All they had to do was just wake up, 
get to the airport and fly out. The Somewhere. airport tickets, everything was booked. Everything by, was paid okay. for. Internal wow. transport, everything. All they had to do was just get a team day and play some rugby. Yes, that's wow. all that definitely. That's so now the, all teams now they are inspired to that. They want that. So it will basically improve the yeah. level of of our rugby here. So I think um, this year we will see a better performance uh, from whichever team that will go there because when they go there, they're going at at their peak yeah. at the peak and at the peak of our league as well yeah, yeah so it would be very it would be very competitive talking about the teams in the league which team do you think was going to make gold cup this year <laughs> i know i'm putting you on the spot here <laughs> don't do that to me <laughs> no i'd like to hear his comments <laughs> Because this weekend, uh, all Georgians play Harare Sports Club. No, they play old. They play old Harare. Old Harare. Yes. Okay, Harare Sports Club is playing old Johan. Old Johan. Okay. Yeah. 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 I would love to see. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's a very political but, term, you know. This guy. I told you I like Doty. <laughs> he's a pro politician. You know? That's what I think. <laughs> Alright, and, and uh, in terms of the local league, uh, where can people access? Uh, match schedules because these are things that are not out there for, for public consumption we if you if you are not really looking for it you're not gonna find it really yeah so where can people find match schedules and so forth where when and how how are you planning to make it more accessible to the public yeah i'll be the first one to put my hand up that we haven't been very good on 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 that uh, uh pr side from zimbabwe rugby union and and uh, we're looking at improving ways but uh, our website should be kicking in in the next uh, week um so the, they will be able to access the results fixtures log standings uh, in about a week on our um, website also on our facebook uh, pages uh, they'll be able to to access that uh, we've got so many facebook pages but what we're trying to do now is to collapse everything and bring everything into one um, facebook page so okay. that information will be put yeah because i was going to ask you that there's quite a lot so <laughs> we, we can one actually go and say this is the official this one. is the official yeah. way i'll find official zimbabwe rugby union content yeah there is the zimbabwe rugby union okay, okay. So trying to link everything to come through into that and then that will then go onto our uh, website so that our information dissemination comes from, from all right man so we will get the website from 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 Nodi and be uh be vigilant enough to check out max and match pages the website for the Zimbabwe Rugby Union's uh, fixtures, schedule, everything will be there and then you can check it out and hopefully we can get to see more numbers, man, at the rugby. Up, up tomorrow, I think I'll be at Harris Sports Club for the match. I'd love to same see some here, local rugby. Yeah. So hopefully, what, what, basically what we want to do is to create that carnival atmosphere when, when it comes to rugby. But because there hasn't been that trust between um, rugby and fans, and yeah. now they're starting to starting to pick up now because there was the consistency that, that we're playing because previously you would play one game this weekend and another match in about three four weeks and that hasn't done any good for 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 rugby but now because we're playing consistently i believe that the numbers will start coming through and we want to create that family atmosphere that um carnival atmosphere where yeah. people just come in to enjoy i was in zambia three years ago mm-hmm. um Eight ten thousand people watching uh, uh, local rugby. Uh, yes, yeah. a tournament. Uh, okay, not watching, but eight there present. Were they were present. That went there, <laughs> and I think a thousand watched. But basically, 
yeah, 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 the, the, yeah, yeah definitely. So, but and they create they create an atmosphere. Yes, just those yeah, numbers, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what we want to try. Yeah, hopefully yeah. by the time we get to the semi-finals and the finals of the Intercity League, there will be more people aware of the rugby, more numbers, and hopefully that can create a lot of hype and there will be a lot of people. I think by the time that we get to Or are yeah. playing in <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, <laughs> Well, unfortunately, I because I don't like no Kenya anymore. Is, I don't. <laughs> Kenya has been on an upward trend. Yeah, I know, I know. I've been watching them at the sevens. They've been, yeah, they've yeah. been doing very well. Um, but I think, uh, but that's the rugby that we need as well. Yeah, that's, that's true. But look, um, it's not going to be easy for them this year. Definitely. Right. Uh, it's been great having you, yeah, Nodi. I think finally I can just ask you your predictions for the PE Churchill match and the <laughs> old Hararians. He's obviously going to be biased. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I want to see if he's if he's predicting maybe a 25 points, you know, win for his Tigers. This is the Bulldogs. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm pro Bulldogs. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's going to be. He really is. He really is focused on, on the political side of things. Right? No, he never says it as it is. You know, you create something and say, you know, <coughs> it will be exciting. Um, the PV PV Churchill. Churchill. Very exciting. Um, that means they will play each other three times this year. Uh, wow. And then in the second week, is the second week or third week, uh, they will play PA in the provincial trials, and then they play PE again at it uh, to be exciting. I would love to see the school winning, um, but unfortunately, <laughs> the other uh, group in Eastleigh are doing very well, which is good for us. But yeah. yeah um, <laughs> and then um, OHOGs, it's going to be exciting. You say that OGs, all, OGs are very professional. Um, I like their approach. I like the way that Grant does his, his work. Um, OH as well. They've got a young side that is coming through. They have previous structures in place. Uh, so it's, 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 going to be, it's going to be exciting. All right. No, he's uh, excited about rugby. <laughs> <laughs> His prediction is that it, it's, it's going to be, be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, Nodi, it was it was a pleasure having you in the studio. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, Mr. Nodi is actually on Twitter. Um, what's your Twitter handle? Nodi K. Nodi K. Nodi SK. Nodi S. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nodi SK. That's the one. And, and on Facebook. <laughs> He's not big on social media. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, that's yeah, cool. Uh, you can follow me. Lizo C on Twitter as well. Lizo Chitanganya on Facebook. Mike Set Match is this show. Yeah, man. Facebook, yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now on WhatsApp as well. Yeah, so um, what we're doing now is our episodes are going to be available for distribution on WhatsApp. You will refill, you receive um, a link and a downloadable file once every week. And to get on that, you need to uh, send the word join to all doubles. 75340329 and you will be added to the broadcast list and the other alternative number is 0775722881 listen they can play back <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you can 0775722 
8881. Yeah, man. Just, so, just send them the word join and you'll be added to that podcast list and we'll be sending you all this content for you, for your Yeah, enjoyment. man. So, for this week, that's it from Mike Set Match. Check it's us on exciting. Twitter. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Sixth Legend, Facebook, Josh K. Zawe. And we'll catch you in the studio next time. Until it's been then. Exciting. Yeah, exciting. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And now. Capital 263.